qualitative researchers, you should be very proud of yourselves. You have been introduced to qualitative research as a rigorous academic process. You have embarked on your research project through practicing qualitative research methods and have learned many tips and strategies along the way. In this episode, I talk about what to do next. You have collected the data and analyzed the data. You have been in conversation with other researchers through the literature review. You have developed themes from your analysis and you are ready to be in conversation with writing stories and presenting your findings. A next step in the completion of a research study is to present it to an audience or get it published. There is a set format in structuring an academic paper and presenting it at a conference, though what you write or how much you present is different. In a manuscript for publication, you will have all the pieces of an academic paper. I talked briefly about this in episode 9. The key elements of an academic paper are the abstract and about four or five key words, the introduction, the literature review, the theoretical or conceptual framework, the research questions, the methodology and methods, the findings, the discussion and implications, the limitations and future research, and finally, the conclusion and references. You may also have an appendix, and throughout the study, you can add figures and tables or diagrams and images depending upon the type of study you have conducted. All these sections are important and relay significant information about your research project. The length of a research paper in terms of words will depend upon where you send it. A target journal can be as few as 10 single space pages or as many as 50 double space pages. When publishing, you have to follow the author guidelines of the journal as guidelines may differ across journals. You can see published articles in your target journals to get a general idea of the work accepted for publication, but send your manuscript to a journal that aligns with the mission and scope of the journal. For a conference paper, it is a short paper, highlighting some of your major findings. I'll often use a conference proposal that got accepted, and for my conferences, this is usually four or five pages single, and I add a bit more detail and make this my conference paper. For your conference paper and presentation, consider them as a commercial to excite people about your research, to entice them to want to learn more about your work, and also an opportunity to get feedback. But for a conference presentation, you might have as little as seven to eight minutes or 15 to 20 minutes to present your work. You do not have a lot of time, so you cannot say everything, nor can you write everything that you want to because of page limitations. For your conference presentation, do not spend a lot of time in the introductory parts of your study, but give a good foundation of the literature review and theoretical foundation of your study. Go into your research questions, share your methods and methodology and how you analyze your data, and then go into your findings. People have come to your presentation to learn of the findings and new insights from the work that you did. So do not spend too much time and detail in the beginning of your presentation. You do not want to have to rush through your findings and discussion and run out of time. So start at the beginning and build up to the end. Preparing your conference presentation, do not put too much content on your slides. Rather than listening to you, your audience will be reading and this can be very distracting. If you need note cards, that is fine, but try not to read them directly, but use them as guidelines. 
Make use of images and tables as appropriate in your presentation. Make sure your font size on your slides is accessible, big enough for people in the back of the room to see. Avoid bright colors like yellow, hot pink, and other colors that may cause issues for accessibility. Practice your presentation and time yourself. It goes faster than you think and you always have less time than you planned for. With a little time to present, you will want to leave about two minutes at the end of your presentation for Q&A. This is your opportunity to get peer feedback. If no one asks you a question, then you ask a question to the audience about your work. Perhaps you can ask them for additional resources or ask, is there another way to interpret your findings? Or could they suggest additional implications for your study? Do not be shy. This peer feedback is to help you to improve your work. This is also peer feedback that I use and I make changes to my manuscript for publication, which is your next step, hopefully. I would not be able to share all that I can about writing, presenting, and publishing in this podcast, but I have published a book on the topic. My book is called Like Words Falling Onto the Page, Demystifying the Writing and Publishing Process. It has a workbook also. I wrote the book and the workbook in a format to mentor and to coach you through your writing and publishing process by sharing my experiences, activities I do with my graduate students and the junior faculty that I mentor. The exercises and activities are to improve your writing, organization, and time management skills. More information about both of these excellent resources is on my website, www.thescholarmentor.com. Continue to practice your qualitative research skills. I find qualitative research from design and data collection to analysis, writing and presenting my findings to be enjoyable yet challenging, but still worth the time and effort in contributing to the broader community of scholars and learners to benefit from my research. I want my work to have a great impact in education and in the lives of those I focus on. I hope you feel the same way about your work. Okay, qualitative researchers, thank you for listening. I end this episode as I have all the others. Have fun.